He's straight trash. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's why we play fantasy. All right, welcome back to the Picnic League podcast. I am Rick. And I am Jason. And we are finally back with you. It's been a couple weeks, uh, so we wanted to get back into this and give you an update on a couple things. Uh, we do have a special guest today. Well, I don't know if she'll speak out, but the goat is in the building. So just letting you know that she is here. When she feels like she wants to jump in, she will. We can't make the goat do anything. Yeah, I've learned that through 13 years of marriage, so I'm not going to try to start making her do that's stuff right. now. Yeah, that's right. All right, so uh, we're just two guys to run this podcast, and we, we try to do it every week, but lately here it's been semi, semi-weekly. Um, and we run two different uh, leagues. We do a little bit of DFS. We do a little bit of uh, some pickums on the side as well. We're going to talk about all of that today. We're going to update you on our two leagues and how those are going. We've had some really neat trades go through. Some people get trade raped. I don't know who that is. It wasn't me. Not me. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about those trades and kind of just to explore them because I know some of you out there are looking at moving some of these same pieces um, and how that goes. And there's some advice in there because some of these are some older trades that no longer would be valid to talk about. But at the same time, if 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 we can give you a little bit of advice out there that, that what happens and what you should do next, that's what we're looking to do. Uh, what we're really looking to do is just mess with the people who are in our league. So we're going to give you a little bit of an update on that. So let's start with uh, what leagues we have. Jay, tell them what two leagues we do run. So first we've got what we call the picnic league. And for those of you out there who who might be in IT, you'll find this. The, the reason it's called the picnic league is because picnic stands for problem in chair, not in computer. When we started this, it was like seven or eight IT guys in it. So we thought it was just a, a quality name to put with our league. Well, face it, most of the time the problem is in the chair. Oh, so. 99% of the time it's in the chair. <laughs> um, but it, it's more of your standard PPR league. Uh, one quarterback, one running back, two receivers, a flex, a tight end, and the defense. Um, so more traditional. Uh, but full point PPR, six-point quarterback touchdown. Yes. So, and we, and we have a couple of bonus points in there. Nothing major, but like. Mostly for kickers because kickers suck. Long field goals. Long field goals get you extra points. So, and six point touchdowns—that's a big one. So the quarterback's a little more important in this league than it is in your normal standard league where it's four points per uh, QB touchdown pass. So, uh, our other league is a super flex league. And it's our first year doing this, and, and we've still got some people in the league trying to trying to figure out the ins and outs of a super flex league, yeah. and that's okay because we're probably trying to figure it out ourselves. Um, oh, we're going to call them out on it, though. So, so far, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, just something a little different. Uh, we even get points per completion, I believe, in this league. Not a full point per completion, but a quarter of a quarter point. point per completion. Um, so it's a different league, a little bit different strategy, and we're all getting there. Well, and, you know, I really love the, the, the Superflex League, not only because I'm really good at it, but um, that the quarterbacks, like this week, I'm trying to figure out who to start. Is it Ryan Tannehill? And hopefully he'll do something in my second QB spot. Or am I going to, like Justin Fields, at one point I was considering him, or do I pick up a Zach Wilson? So when you're running that two QB league and you you get points for completions, so that makes QB QB points a little more um, intense, you know, then 
you know, it's nice to be able to say, hey, Zach Wilson is important. <laughs> you know, it might be the only As thing. Someone where we who say played that. Zach Wilson last week yeah, and got seven points, no. I disagree. Yeah, yeah, no, I noticed that. <laughs> that was not good. So uh, if you hear any noise in the background, we are just two normal guys. We're doing this right in our backyard. Um, can't, you know, can't get any better weather than we have right now. So we're just doing it outside to enjoy the weather and have a little fun with it. So we don't take this too seriously. We hope you don't as well. Um, but let's go get some updates on our league. Let's start with the picnic league. Um, tell us where what the standings are. Can you just give us the the playoff teams? Will be the top eight. Sure. Uh, right now you've got the football team number one. They're undefeated, uh, six and zero. Oh. You've got the flunkies coming in in second at five and one, which drives us crazy because that was a computer pick team. Auto draft. Now five and one. Five and one. Uh, the goat. Max team is in third place at five and one. Also, uh, the three-time champion of this league, uh, number four, Gridiron Glory is four and two. The Cheese Wagons, Mason's Mess, and Dolphin Dynasty are five through seven, all t- with a three and three record. As you probably know from previous podcasts, Dolphin Dynasty is me, so I'm not very proud of my seventh place, but. Considering I'm third from the bottom in points, that's I'm right. actually pretty happy about it. Yeah, three and three being third from the bottom in points for the year, that's pretty good. Fairly fortunate. You've never scored 100 points. Yes. I five Six weeks in, three weeks in a row, I've scored 97 points, which I'm not very proud of. But we'll talk about that more when we talk about how I'm trying to improve my roster. And then in eighth, you've got my co-host, uh, Bane of My Existence, two and four. With, with but the, the highest scoring total points total in that, the league. Yeah, I've scored more <laughs> points than anybody in the league, but cannot win a game, end up losing by a few points. It's just those sweet years that you have that. Yes. You know, you get a well, one, I played Lamar Jackson two weeks and like two almost two weeks in a row. I think there was a trade or something happened. And I was I was like, How did he get up on the roster again? <laughs> um, and he was killing me at the time. I think I played Josh Allen during that time. Um, you know, and so uh and you then lost to me. I did let's, lose. Let's to make you. sure we point that out. I think I had an injury. Did I have an injury during that game? No, let's go back. I can... No, I remember what it was. I played your Dolphins defense and they got negative two points. Yes, I appreciated that. Yeah, all they needed was like six and I would have halfway decent. But um, no, so, the, you know, it's been that type of year. We score a ton of points, but at the same time, other weeks we don't score any. And I knew that going in that the makeup of my team was a very high volatile team. You know, Ty- Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you know, I I wasn't going to be steady, which is fine, but I was kind of hoping for four and two and not two and four. Well, so. I'm looking back at our our matchup now, not to rub salt in the wind. Oh boy! But you had Jalen Hurts, 27 points, Cooper Cup with 26 points, and Tyreek Hill with 13, and you still lost because everybody else on your team was horrible, didn't show up, trash. Yeah. So. Yeah. You and, ran into the Brees Hall buzzsaw. I did. I did. And honestly, that's why um, we're going to talk trades on this episode because we both were in the same spot. We were losing games that we thought we should win. So we said, that's it. We're going to go on and we're going to make some trades and we're going to try to get better. So oh, look, what about the the, uh, the the two quarterback league, our super flex? Do you so have in that, that there? league, I do. Leading the league, you have Circle the Wagons at five and one. Uh, another partially auto-drafted team, which is frustrating me. Uh, number two, you got Team Hoshizaki at five and one. Number three, you have Bane of Your Existence, yeah, which is well your squad in third. Uh, fourth, you have Paige's Terrific Team. Five, you have JD's Nice Team. And six, you have Vicky's Victorious Team. In this league, you will, it's a 10-team league, so there's only six playoff spots. 
Unfortunately, right now, I am tied for the last playoff spot, but have fewer points than Vicky's victorious team, so I've got some ground to make up there. Right, right. Well, in, in that league, I have Josh Allen and a stack with Stephon Diggs, so th- it's been much easier to yes. win in that league, much I, easier. I hate to point this out. As she is sitting next to me again. The GOAT is my wife, but my wife is also in this league, and while she has dominated our other league, she is one in five in this league and was very upset after losing by 0.16 the other <laughs> night. She was not very happy, and I can't blame her. When Justin Herbert got outscored by the kicker for the Broncos and she lost, that was yeah. that's a rough way to lose. It has been, and, and that's what leads me right into the next segment I want to talk about, which is your thoughts. We can talk NFL, you can talk fantasy, whatever you want to talk about. But what are your thoughts so far this year? This to me, I've been playing fantasy football for 10 years now, has been the hardest year to predict and project who is going to be good and who's not going to be good. Offenses in the NFL are spreading the ball around more than ever, and it's become tougher and tougher to figure out where your where your studs are. I mean – there's been weeks when even Justin Jefferson, one of the projected top three, disappears. disappears. There's yeah. weeks he's getting you 35, which is fantastic. But there's also weeks he's getting you four. Do you think the defenses are finally figuring things out? Like, there are only a few elite defenses in the league. So the, there's, there's good games out there to be had. But the ones that have the players have figured out how to stop some of these spread offenses. So I'm going to preface this by saying, remember that I'm a Dolphins fan, but I like to blame Bill Belichick. Okay. And I like to blame Bill Belichick because what Bill Belichick does better than any other coach is he takes away what you do best. And if you're going to beat him, you're going to beat him with somebody who's not your best. Right. And other teams have started to finally figure this out. But to your point, you have to have the players to do it. Yeah. So it's easy to come into a game and say, I'm taking away Justin Jefferson. Good luck. Yeah, well, you have to have the players to do that. The Eagles, of course, my team, but so I watched that game closely. They were able to do it because of Bradbury, Darius and, Slay, you know, and Darius Slay, yeah. and then they've got a good nickel corner, <clears throat> and then they've got good safety L, you know, and and they can get pressure on the quarterback, which helps, you know, if the quarterback's not comfortable. There's only a few teams that can do that: Denver, the Niners, Pat Sertan. He's been. He's been mm-hmm. shutting down people left and right, as I Miami, felt from Mike Williams. Here. And Miami has the talent. Miami's very injured right now. They're very injured. Decimated secondary. Um, the Saints have the talent. They're injured. Lattimore's been yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Arizona has the talent. They Last, last night shocked um, me. Yeah. Because they've been shutting the... people down other than Mahomes week one. And then last night, Andy Dalton. I mean, they got two pick sixes, so it yeah. worked out. But yeah. still, Andy they were... Dalton had four touchdown passes. Well, most of it was garbage time, yeah, that's true. you know, and if you're up by 20, you can lay back a little bit. Right. And so, I mean, some of that, but at the same time, that that's, that's a great first thought. Bill, mine has been the same thing. It's been very hard to predict this year. I, I remember touting all these people. Yes. And, and most of them were not wrong. Um, I mean, Wandell Robinson, he's mm-hmm. been injured to begin the start, but they're talking really heavily about him again. Yes. Caught a touchdown pass last week. Um, we talked heavily about Brees Hall. We talked yeah. heavily about um, some of these other people that are out there. 
and we haven't been wrong, but they haven't popped as hard as I thought they would. AJ Dillon has not. AJ Dillon's been a big disappointment. That's right. Um, you know, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, uh, he's done well one week and then two weeks is bad. And he's then, getting eight, nine targets a game. The connection's just not there. And Rogers is is struggling. He is. You it's know, and that's the studs that I'm used to. The studs that we are used to being good are have not been good. And, and there's been some surprises too. Yeah. Who I will give anybody a hundred bucks right now if they can prove to me that they had Geno Smith as a top ten quarterback before the season started. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you and I did a bunch of uh, underdog best ball drafts. Um, we talked about him in one of our episodes, a couple of our episodes. We avoided the Seahawks like the plague, you know. And here Lockett is tearing people to pieces. Yes. I know the goats over there dancing because she has him. I tried to get it. I tried to trade. That was a denied. Quickly, so but you know, you got him super cheap in drafts, yes. and uh, you know because of what of what we thought was going to be. I thought Denver would be destroying. We thought people. Denver was going to be. With They're new, horrible. New offensive, supposedly guru as their coach, and Russell Wilson at quarterback, and Sutton and Judy and Javante. They've been terrible. Yeah, and, and Wilson, I don't. Is it, Wilson I, doesn't look right. Question. Yes, and I know he's hurt, but. Man, I'm starting to question is is his career, is the top yeah. of his career over? Yeah, is he on the way down? Yeah, is he on the way down? Um, you never the know. Other, Could the be a big coach. surprise. The Detroit Lions. Yeah. Other than the week where Belichick just completely did what Belichick nope. does. I, I honestly loved the Lions from the start because the coach is awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's a big dude right there. And he just he is intense. Yes, I he love is. that. I love that that coach. Um the, my big takeaway so far for the, the first part of the league is injury you know it's really impacted this year more than now everybody's gonna say oh injuries impact every year but because of what happened to tua and his concussion protocol and then coming back in the game getting a second concussion and having that neurological uh, reaction that everybody saw on mm-hmm. primetime television yeah there are people missing multiple weeks i mean teddy bridgewater for example he goes he's the backup i know that's going to lead you down a bad path. Yes, but, don't get me angry. But he gets this concussion. He passes it right away, and they don't put him back in. Like Kenny Pickett, there's a question he plays this week. He was cleared today. He got cleared, but does he play? And Now, Tomlin did come out and say if he's cleared, he's playing. Yep. But at the same time, that has been very surprising, and it's been very hard to choose who you're going to play. It's tough to me. I am all for player safety, and I am all for taking care of these guys that provide us entertainment on Thursdays, Sundays, and Mondays. That's right. It is tough to me, though, to have the idea of someone sitting up in a booth that thinks maybe they see someone stumble, and all of a sudden they are ruled out no matter what. No other proof is needed. In a league, and I'm going to go down the conspiracy theory path here, so forgive me, but in a league where millions Billions probably is bet on and wagered on a league mm-hmm. to have one person who has the power to take a player out with the snap of their fingers scares. scares me a bit. Yeah, it's scary. Or put him back in. Yes. You know, like what the happened other way to Tua. Yeah. Yes. You you wonder why that doctor made that decision. Correct. You know, knowing that that could be. And I'm not judging the man. I mean, I hate when people do that to me at work. Yes. You know, I'm not judging the man. He's the professional. He said he was good to go. He may have not known that that could have happened. But you also question, yeah. you know. But the other part of it is, too, 
on this injury line. Have you ever remembered a year where so many people took Wednesday off? You it know? makes it tough when you're trying to plan. You yes. know, uh, oh, well, he's Wednesday, and then he's limited on Thursday. Oh, he got a limited practice in on Friday. Well, it'll be a game-time decision. Yeah, That's happened a lot this year. You know, I used to love it when they just come out and go, yeah, they're playing, you know, or but, they're not. And now they can't use the probable tag anymore. It used to be probable. Yeah, so, or doubtful. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just questionable or good. Yeah, <laughs> and they're questionable all the time. Yes. And some of them take rest days every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. You know, and I hate to sound like the old man on the block. But you are. I wonder how many rest days happened back when Marino and Cunningham were playing, right? None. None. Marino would have slapped somebody (laughs) upside the head. (laughs) That's it. You know, these – and and now maybe careers were shortened because of it. This is probably true. You know, so there's probably reason behind it. But at the same time, I feel like this year has been harder to set a lineup. Yes. And then, and you know, if you have somebody you're counting on for Sunday or Monday night, it really makes those decisions difficult because you don't yeah. have a lot of flexibility at that point. Very. Here's a good piece of advice. Never play Thursday night, Sunday night, or Monday night if you can help it. In your flex. No, in your other position. If you have it in a running back position, then you don't have the flexibility to change to a wide receiver if you're playing a running back, right? That's what I'm saying. Don't put him in. Yeah, don't put it in, in your. Flex. Oh, yes. Okay, we've said the same thing yeah. backwards. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, don't play it in your flex because then you have the you have the ability to change that. So even if you're just flip flopping, let's like I my two backs right now that I'm playing one league is Leonard Fournette and I think um, I think it's Zeke. I have this week now. I think I just traded and got Dalvin Cook from you, but he's you know, on the so he's still got to play. I Zeke. gotta wait, Zeke, right? But if Zeke was the Monday night game, I would flip it, right? And and I that way I could flex if somebody were to be injured, or you know, I just you just don't want to get locked into that flex position where you could have some flexibility. Um, all right, well, let's go into some of that trades because we, we mentioned it there. Um, we had some big trades, uh, you and I, well, no one will trade with me, but you, so it's pretty much, you know, Hey, go talk to somebody and see if you can get this beat in the face and I'll trade to you. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I, I don't understand why people don't trade with us. Now you've been able to pull off a couple more than I have. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go into that a little bit. You can, hey, if you know why people don't want to trade with me, you let me know, but I will tell you, I always start low. I mean, what am I going to do? Give away the farm on the first take. I'm always willing to go up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no one wants to negotiate. They're like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know? So what I have st- what I have found, especially with the people in this league and even in some other leagues I've done, people will negotiate, but they don't want to negotiate. Like Yahoo makes it easy for you to negotiate. You can counter. But for right. some reason, people don't want to do it that way. People want to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. So, I wanted to make a trade this week, so I took the person to lunch. And over lunch, oh we talked. You buttered him up. the trade. What, what did you get him at? How many margaritas did you have at lunch? None, That's no, the question. We work in a school environment. There were no margaritas. <laughs> no margaritas. Uh, just some barbecue. Just some barbecue. Maybe a little banana pudding. It. That's what it is. Mine's just a dry task. Hey, I sent you a trade request. <laughs> you know, there's no barbecue. I need and that to... works for me because I'm like, ooh, cool. I want to look at it. But that doesn't work for all the people in our league. No, no. And and the only other one that has traded with me, he's okay with text messages, but you have to kind of 
work it a little you know you have to work it a little yes. and talk back and forth no but um it is one of those things that's been very difficult to make a trade but the first one i'd like to talk about um one of my fir- my very first pick of the draft we did go over was cooper cup this year yes um i i have i am on record on this show saying i am not a huge cooper cup fan um i don't think that's a secret so I did end up trading Cooper Cup. Do you have the details of that? I trade? do. I do. Uh, Ricky traded Cooper Cup and Kyle Pitts to me for Gabe Davis, Romeo Dobbs, and Jamar Chase. So um, I, I did get an extra player out of it. Um, you know, Romeo Dobbs. So basically, my thought was Pitts wasn't really worth much, you know, but the potential that he had there was always worth trading off of. And if you, by the way, he just scored last week. So if you have Kyle Pitts, trade him now. <laughs> trade him now. Because if you don't trade him now, he may go three more weeks before he scores again, and then you're going to get nothing. He's about to go on a scoring bonanza. Thank I hope so. Much. I really do for that kid's sake because <laughs> he had all of the potential in the world, but yet he has done nothing. Now, his quarterbacks stink. Don't get me wrong. But um, this is – it's – Sometimes you have to you have to take into account offenses and coaching, but the talent is there, and that's what you hate about somebody like Kyle Pitts. The talent is obviously there. Why in the world you want him to stay in and block for forty percent of the game? I'm not sure, but <laughs> hopefully at some point someone realizes, hey, maybe if we send this guy out on a few more pass routes, we might score more points. Just a thought. Just a thought. And, you know, and somebody did ask me, why would I trade Cooper Cup? That's a guaranteed 20 points just about every week. He's your only player who is steady. You know, I said, yes, you're correct. And But if I got Chase, who I looked at the schedule ahead, one, it did two things, by the way. I, I know you probably didn't know I was thinking this until I told you the other day, but it broke up the stack that you had with Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. I don't want to face that later in the year. So, um, because if they go off like they did last year at the end of the year, that stack was going to be impossible to beat. And so I was like, okay, breaks up an opponent's stack. Chase has got a pretty good schedule mm-hmm. coming up. I, I don't know if you have his schedule in front of you. I can get it really pull quick. it up, but it's a pretty good schedule coming forward. And then I also got Gabe Davis for my flex position, and he was on a low spot at the time. Uh, he had had one or two good games because of the injury. What's Chase's schedule? So this week you've got Atlanta, great spot. Carolina, Cleveland, great spot. Carolina, better spot. It's a good spot. The only thing, the only problem with that game is you're probably going to get up twenty-one to three, and right. they're not. Gonna you just got to hope he scores early. Yeah. Uh, then they have Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City. All great spots. Here's the one thing that concerned me, and what and what I'll this is yeah. now that we've done yeah. the trade, I can tell you my thoughts. Playoffs: Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo. New England, I'm worried about. Buffalo, I'm not as worried about because I think it'll be a negative game strip, and they're going to have to throw. Hopefully, but Davis White should also be back yes, and healthy. And but if he can catch. 10 balls for like nuke did last night like mm. 10 balls for 100 yards sure you I, he doesn't have day. to score you I know agree. what i mean so i'll take the time ta- i'll take the, the catches and the opportunities and those weeks in between because my worry was i was one in four yes and i needed points and so i had to look a little ahead 
And that goes back to what you were saying before. I think the reason both of us made this trade, I was sitting two and three. You were sitting one and four. Even mm-hmm. though you had points, you were worried about your record. Even though I was a little bit better record-wise, I knew these the way my team was scoring, I was not going to be a factor at the right. end unless I made some changes. Yeah, and so, so it was a good trade on both sides. I improved in two areas. To me, that's that's a key. Take your best player, you trade them off, you get better in two places. And if you can do that, I do the trade all the time. Doesn't matter who the player is. Plus, I am not a big believer in Matthew Stafford. Yes. You know, so um, I actually right after that traded Matthew Stafford, or just before that, had traded Matthew Stafford, which is the next trade I want to talk about. Um, I was able to pull off with uh, uh, Mr. Owens, um, Paige Owens, uh, and one of our team managers, and he ended up losing. He had a quarterback who got hurt, Dak Prescott, and so he knew he was going to be searching for a quarterback, and he's had the worst luck. He has had bad luck. All year long. So he loses Dak Prescott. He's a Cowboys fan, so I don't feel only so bad for him. Um, And so I took Matthew Stafford and turned Matthew Stafford and Javante Williams at the time, who was underperforming but still had the potential, and turned that into Kyle Pitts and a couple other small pieces. Um, Nothing major. You got it in front of you? Mm-hmm. I've got his team in front of me. Okay. So from that, though, as the trade was processing, this is where I feel bad. The trade oh. the trade was going to process on Monday. We made it on Friday, okay? And we knew the trade was going to process, and it, and it held up. But Javante blows an ACL on Sunday. Here it is. Yeah, you got it? Yeah. So, bane of my existence, Ricky's team traded Michael Gallup, Matt Stafford, Javante Williams, and Gerald Everett. Obviously, the focal point of that trade is Javante Williams. <laughs> and then, uh, and Page was trading Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Tua because, you know, they were trading pretty much Tua for Stafford. Right, and I wanted Tua. Tua had, had come out. I wanted to stack him because I have Tyree Kill. So that was the purpose there. And I knew Michael Gallup would complete a stack for him. So that was it was good on both sides. I overpaid a little bit. Until Javante. Until, until Javante blew an ACL. And then I won the trade outright. Uh, you know, and that's one thing about trades. And that's that's the way reason I point this up. Sometimes you don't know who's gonna win a trade. Yeah. You know, you may overpay, but in the end, the trade you win it because the person gets hurt. Or later on, you're like, oh, that piece that was thrown in at the end is actually much worth more than what I thought it was going to be. And I'll throw this out there, too. There are tons of that you can find out there that are free, that are trade analyzers. Now, I'm not saying go buy it. You know, it's not the Bible of trading. But it does give you an idea if you are getting fair value. Um, I use, like, I'll, there's two that I check before I make any trade. And I make sure the value is either obviously on my side or at least close because remember you're not always going to get the best value you have to do what's best for your team um i'm gonna like there's a the trade if you don't mind i'll go ahead to yeah go on to the next one lately the one that you got fleeced Uh, on no did not get fleeced i traded with uh mr owens as well this week i traded taking advantage we take it i think we're taking advantage of him just saying I tra- well, he, but he's in a spot right now at one and five where he has to make, you know, make changes. So I traded Cortland Sutton 
who has been my number two receiver most of the year. Um, Raheem Mostert, who honestly doesn't never plays for me. He may have played this week in my flex spot, never plays. And Kyle Pitts, because I have Fryermuth, who's now back. One of the reasons I traded for Pitts was because Fryermuth was hurt and I needed a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got back Devontae Adams. Now, I, I put this in the trade value thing. It came up very close. But I was good with this, just giving you a window into how my brain works. Probably should avoid it. Um, <laughs> but I needed some studs. So now this gives me Burrow at quarterback, and my top two re- receivers are Cup and Adams. So on any given week, those three are gonna can put up 90, 100 points for me. Um, that's where my head's at. I've got to put together a team that can score some points because when I'm averaging 95 points a week you, right you now. You should have a a party when you break a hundred. Yes, like, I like yeah. that idea. Just this, just straight up party. Of course, it probably won't happen this week because it's cups by week. So, oh yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. Drake London in there who will probably oh. score. But speaking of Drake London, I do appreciate you giving me Drake London for J.K. Dobbins, who is now out for six weeks. I yeah. appreciate that. I think I'm going to drop him. I think it's a good I idea. I think it's a good. <laughs> we need to talk about drops later, maybe. But we're going to take a quick break right now, and uh, a little boo there, a little booing for taking a break, but um. We're going to take a break and we'll come back in just a moment. All right, we are back and uh, we have been talking about trades, which leads us to the news of the week. Last night, where I don't know about you, Jay, but I was flipping between the uh, Yankees game. Sorry to bring that up. Please don't bring that up. And uh, I, we have a little bit of time, ladies, just so you know. Um, Sorry, we have some helpers with a with a a uh, last segment, segment. Last segment of the night. So, um, and we were sitting, flipping between the Yanks game, hoping that they would win, didn't, and then flipping back and watching an amazing game on a Thursday night for the first time all year. There was actually some scoring in this. People game. actually scored during the game, and all of a sudden, I think it was the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, and it comes out. Adam Schefter reports. Christian McCaffrey has been traded to the Niners. And you know Michelle is happy about that, okay? The GOAT is a huge 49ers fan, yes. for those of you who don't know. And I I want your opinion. First of all, what was your first reaction? I know my first reaction was to text you so fast that I, I spelled words wrong. You know, Honestly, my first reaction was I looked at it and I said, oh, my gosh. And I said, hold on, honey. I have to make sure this is right. I yeah. went to Twitter, saw Adam Schefter's tweet, and I said, Oh my God, honey, your team just got Kister McCaffrey and she squealed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, he is a game changer. Yes. I, no offense to the Niners, but if he wouldn't there or Buffalo, game's over. Oh, gosh. Even, you know, if he, even if he went to the Rams, that would have given them a jolt that they kind of needed. But I didn't, I, I was so glad he didn't go to the Rams. Okay. Oh, same. I, I, the reason I'm excited, to, my, my second thought was after texting you, Words that weren't real words because I was so going so fast that my gosh, we're putting one of the best running backs in the league with one of the best running coaches in the league. Good gravy. What would I be willing to give up for him for a trade right yes. now? I, I that before I went to bed last night, I went and saw in both of our leagues who had who's McCaffrey. Got who's got him? I didn't uh, look today because I age in one. Uh-huh. And it's the one he's doing very well in the Superflex League. 
and now I am drawing a blank. Let well, me see. I didn't look today. Because... Oh, my uh, Hoshizaki team in uh, the Gale Force in the other league. Yeah, well, I, I didn't <clears> want to <throat> look and go because I knew I wasn't going to be able to afford it. You Gale know? Force is two and four in that league, though. So yeah, maybe you, he you would be have willing to give up to... so much just, right now. Right saying, now. Just saying. Two weeks ago, you could have got him for pennies, you know, because he's injured. And the team stinks. They were. I'm so glad they fired their coach. No offense to the man, jaw, you know, the coach rule, but that that team was stinking, you know. And so, I like Christian McCaffrey. You know, from what I've seen as a person, when you hear him talk, he says all the right things. But going to play with Shanahan on the West Coast, where he's from, he is going to be ready to roll if he can stay healthy. I would, I know I'm not going to do any hot takes right now. Cause that'll be the last, <laughs> that's going to be the last part of the show. But I, I honestly think that makes them the favorite in the NFC. If their defense can get healthy, I agree with you. Yes. Um, I put them, if their defense can get healthy, they have like five starters out right now. If their defense can get healthy, I put them right there with the Eagles yeah, at well, the I top mean, of the NFC. I, and I'm an Eagles fan. I hope, of course, Eagles fans always wait for the other shoe to drop. So, you know, I mean, uh, this whole time that they're awesome, I'm saying to myself, don't do that because they're awesome, but they're going to lose. Um, you know, I'm such a, a negative look outlook on that because they've disappointed me so many times. That's what you do with your own team. Yeah. Same thing I do with my own team. But, it, but you get their team healthy, the Niners defense healthy, and you have a healthy Christian McCaffrey in that running system. Now, I don't know. They didn't drop anybody else yet, have they? No, Jeff Wilson's gone. Um, no. Not at that, Not at this point. Not uh, at this point. Basically, if you have Tevin Coleman or Ty Davis Price, yeah, you might those guys, move you, on, can, yeah. you can just move on. But Eli Mitchell coming back? Yes. They will have a station of running backs. Correct. That they will be able to roll out there every yeah. week and, and highlighted by Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's the, you won't get the same volume with McCaffrey that you've got in Carolina, in my opinion, but you'll get maybe just as much out of the backfield and the volume you're going to get in the running game is going to be much more efficient. Yes. Because the running game in, in Carolina itself, it was awful. It was yeah. awful. I mean, 18 carries for 65 yards. I mean, yeah, and, and then maybe a touchdown. Yes. And, Here, in, and here's the thing San with Francisco, McCaffrey. you might get 13 carries for 82 yards and a touch. And a touch. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is about McCaffrey is he's so darn good. He doesn't need to score. There were multiple, multiple weeks last year that he was the number one running back and didn't score yes. a touchdown. And, you know, that's amazing. And he and, like, Derrick Henry are the outliers in that. And not to go too far from fantasy, because that's what we're here to talk about, but just thinking about that offense with being able to go the creative things you can do with Debo and Christian uh -huh. McCaffrey – and you still have Ayuk and his speed on the outside. Oh, and you have Ayuk Kittle. needs to play good this week. I picked him oh, up. Oh, my goodness. I picked him up in, a, in desperation by week mode. It's just Jimmy uh, G should be on his knees hailing Mary or whatever Jimmy G does. Because, yeah. man, he's got some tools to play with. Now. He does. All right. Well, let's go all right from the, op the other side of that trade. We're going to go from the Niners side to the Panthers side. Okay. What do you think the fate of the Panthers is? We all know it's rebuild, right? Avoid at all costs. They are wholesaling everybody. And and this is the point I wanted to make. 
Please, 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 someone trade DJ Moore. I was getting ready to say hashtag free DJ Moore. <laughs> uh, they got rid of Robbie Anderson, right? Now Christian McCaffrey is gone. Please let DJ Moore go somewhere where he can be used. Yes, because I have him on an FFPC team that I did this year, mm-hmm. and he's killing me. He's doing nothing. Well, and I'm still doing pretty well in that league, but if you can get it going, oh, that, yeah. that team would he, be set. He is young. So if he can do something and then build, and he's still got a chance at a career. Right now, you know, he's the Terry McLaurin of the world. waiting, he's waiting worse for, than Terry McLaurin yeah, even. Yeah, His but we're waiting for worse. potential. Yeah. So – all right, so we're gonna have we have two more sections left while the ladies are getting ready here, Jay. Um, why don't you tell everybody where we are where they can find the podcast sure. and where they find the socials? Easiest place to search is on Facebook um, for Picnic League Fantasy Podcast. Uh, you can catch the links there. We will put them there. Uh, you can go to Apple, Spotify. Uh, anywhere where you can find podcasts generally it is there. Um, but please see us on our Facebook page. There's other things posted from time to time. Feel free to send a comment in, send a question. We will do our best to answer it. Just remember, we're just two guys having fun, so don't blame us when it goes badly and give us all the credit when it goes well. Yes, and I will tell you, Facebook has slowed down quite a bit um, as you know the school year has kicked up on us. We have been trying to stay with it, but we will keep with it. We will try to keep posting articles, but... Um, if you have a comment on something, put it up. We'll, we'll make comments back as, as quickly as we can. Um, now, we still have not got into our webpage and things like that, but that is coming. Um, so we move into this last take, and this is something I dreamed up over the last couple of days. This is not Jay's forte. So let me tell you what we're going to do. This last section is, segment is called Hot Takes. I consider myself a connoisseur of hot sauce. So, I do not. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're, we have, uh, our helpers have given us um, a spoonful of hot sauce. Jay, because he doesn't like hot sauce, is going to take a spoonful of Frank's Red Hot. Most of you out there have heard of that. I am in, entering softly into the hot sauce world. Yeah, uh, if you look at the back of the bottle there, uh, I think it's about a, let's see, medium. Uh, there's a little temperature gauge on the side I there. I am in the orange You're section. in the orange section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this hot sauce that is called Woodstock's Scorpion Pepper Hot Sauce. I do have a mouth that's pretty much made of cast iron. So after all the years of eating hot sauce, he's nuts. Yeah, a little nuts. So this one is what they call extremely hot at about 57,000 Scoville's. If anybody's ever watched Hot Ones on YouTube, this one will be about halfway up. Okay. So um, what we're going to do is we're each going to eat a this different hot sauce and of course this is a little lower level than mine so i'm gonna burn a little bit but the, we're gonna give you hot takes so we're gonna each take a turn of what we think is gonna happen rest of the year it has to be hot take nothing vanilla okay and so it's gonna be pretty bold the first one that can't talk loses got deal it. got it all right we'll count it down Who's going first? And then how will the show end, just so our viewers? Well, probably with us coughing and dying on the side side. Perfect. You know, who wants to go first? You want to go first? I'll go first. First hot take? Yes. You just want mine to kick in. That's what it is. Exactly. All right. Three, two, one. Okay, it's in. Brees Hall will finish the year as a top five running back. Mm. Uh, 
Jared Goff will lead the league in touchdown passes. I call BS, but I think Kirk Cousins will lead the league in touchdown passes from this point forward. Tom Brady will not be a ten a top ten quarterback. That's not a hot take. This is hot. That's not a hot take. It's hot. The Miami Dolphins will make the playoffs. Oh, I got hiccups. The Eagles will win the Super Bowl. Do you really believe that, or is that just what you can come up with? That's, so what, that's what I'm coming up, up with right now. The Miami Dolphins defense will go from being a top 10, bottom 10 unit right now to a top 10 unit. Jalen Hurts will win the MVP. That actually has a chance to happen. Defensive player of the year, Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. Kenny Pickett will be the rookie of the year and throw for 3,000 yards. I did put Kenny Pickett in my Super Flex League this week, by the way, instead of the trash Justin Fields that you sent me. Oh, he's horrible. I was so glad Especially to give him against New England this week. I was so glad to give him to you. Um, let's see. Leading rusher in the league will be Nick Chubb, even though no one believes in him. This you're going to say this is not a hot take, but since you're down on him, Cooper Cup will finish the year as the number one wide receiver again. Geno Smith will lead the Seahawks to the division win in the West. Uh, Mac would disagree as the 49ers with their new weapon, Christian McCaffrey, will win the NFC West. Yours was not enough. Just saying. You this should have had easy, to have buddy. done two. This is easy. I'm, I'm crying over here. Just You want to call it and just no. concede and say no, I'm the winner? No. The New York Giants will make the playoffs. And the Dallas Cowboys will not. Oh. The Atlanta Falcons will finish above 500. Ooh. I like that. Rookie of the year. I was gonna say I said Kenny Pickett already. I'm I'm out. I was gonna say you can't contradict yourself. Pierce. I was gonna say it should have been Pierce, but Drake London Houston. will finish with eight touchdown catches. Eight touchdown. That's a lot. It Kyle Pitts lot. will not catch another touchdown the rest of the year. That hurts. That hurts. Even though I've traded him away now in one league. It's set, settling. I'm settling now. You sure you're okay? I'm good. At some point this season, Chase Edmonds will become fantasy relevant again. That's really hot. I'm going to stop on that one. Right. But Because Raheem Mostert always gets hurt. That's true. And my hiccups are starting to slow down <laughs> from the capsaicin, from the peppers. But it went good. That was our first hot take. Next time, two shots for you. Or I'll get something a touch hotter. A touch hotter. Yeah, touch hotter. I'll start. Like I'll go up. That. I'll go up incrementally <laughs> hotter. This one's as we good. Do this. My lips. I can't feel my lips. And maybe by the end of the year, I'll be up to a t- a drop of that yeah a drop i just did two my i can feel it in my stomach <laughs> so anyways thank you for listening we hope you had a great we had a great time listening to the show we try to do things to help help you out there make you laugh a little bit i see the hiccups have finally stopped so i'm good now. <laughs> enjoy your week and good luck on sunday and monday he's straight trash are you kidding me? I mean, that's why we play fantasy.